Welcome to another episode of the Battle Science Podcast, a Pokemon Go PvP podcast where we talk about Pokemon Go and PvP, or Pokemon and Go and PvP. We talk about Go more often, we really don't talk a whole lot about Go. Uh, I am one of you your can't hosts. can't really go anywhere right now. Well, I know, but like, we could be talking about like Go as in like, the, the character in the Pokemon television series, or Go. Probably like a color named Go. We could be talking about Van Go. Uh, there's other goes, right? You know what I mean. I am one of your hosts, Steven, aka Boy in the Woods. The Japanese board game Go, yes. We should do an entire episode where we talk about Go. We were play a game of Go. It's like chess, but it's... It's the strategy of chess, but it, it looks a lot more like checkers. It's a... It's a thing. Did I finish my introduction? I'm no. Steven, a.k.a. A Boy in the Woods, joined it, as always by Jesse, a.k.a. Rocket Diamond J. Hi, guys and gals. It is the first first episode being recorded in the new year. It is January 12th, 2021. Uh, podcast services will receive this on the 15th, I believe. Numbers don't mean anything to me anymore. Um, we have... <laughs> some news and some stuff some some more numbers to to go over boy uh numbers uh thanks niantic for for giving us the uh i don't mm, how do i it's it's the super kindergarten of pluses and minuses of very simple numbers we'll get into the numbers here later but first i want to thank our patreon producers for this week this episode uh, actually, for, for for all of January, our Patreon producers are Arrow and Winston the Champ. Thank you for being Patreon producers for the month of January. Uh, if you want to get the Battle Science episodes a few days early and the Battle Science After Dark podcast, that is a Patreon exclusive, you can go over to patreon.com slash battle science and back us at a dollar tier or more and get all of the content for... I almost said for free, and that's not correct. Uh, get the uh, early content and get the exclusive content there. Uh, you also help support the show, uh, support us with um, keeping the podcast on the air, and some cool little features that uh, we'll, I'm actually looking at for starting this episode. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see this podcast chapters, this audio chapter thing. We'll see how that works on people's podcast service of choice i believe i'll have to dig into how youtube does their chapter link things as well you can break up the timeline on a youtube video per topic and stuff so i'm going to look in that too so that should be that should be cool let's see let's see let's see do we dive right in am i missing something your buffer my buffer what is my buffer I mean, we're if we're gonna start talking about stuff. What is what is my buffer? I'm confused. The news roundup. Oh yeah, uh, yes. Um, give me one second. We're gonna hit the split button, and then we're gonna hit the button. Giddy up now. This is the news roundup. That's the news roundup button. Let's hop into the news roundup here. We got some stuff. We got the countdown to Pokemon Go tour, Kanto, but more lead up. The Sinnoh, celebrate the Sinnoh region with us. 
As we approach Pokemon Go Tour Kanto, we'll be spending some time highlighting other regions in the Pokemon world of Pokemon. I butchered that one. We're already, uh, goodness gracious, I can't do that. All right, hold on. Give me a sec. <sighs> I don't need to speed run this episode. I need to take a, take a chill pill. Let's relax. Let's get into this. So starting today, the 12th at 10 a.m. Is it 10 a.m. PST? Yeah. Uh, 10 a.m. local time. Going until Sunday, January 17th at 8 p.m. local time. We've got Sinnoh Pokemon spawning in the wild. Uh, some featured stuff. I don't know why Lucario is here. Uh, Lucario is not in raids or Ryalu's not a bonus hatch thing to my knowledge. Because they don't make money if they just give it to us. Yeah. It would be nice if they gave us an egg in the Sinnoh collection challenge and it was a guaranteed Ryalu, but that would be wishful thinking. The features of this event are a handful of Sinnoh Pokemon spawning in the <laughs> wild more often. Turtwig, Chimchar, Pipluff, Bidoof, Cranidos, Shieldon, Combi, Buizel, Drifloon, Glamiao, Perugly, Hippopotas, Skorupi, and Snover. Uh, more frequently in the wild, a, the shiny release of Buizel and what's its evolution? Floatzel, thank you. Um, oh, that's right. Yep, Pachirisu is in this picture, and it's not getting any sort of bonus. It's still regional. Thanks, guys. The following Pokemon will be hatching from 5k eggs. Cricketot, Badoo, Cranidos, Shieldon, Bronzor, Bronsley, Hippopotas, and Krogunk. Uh, enjoy event exclusive field research tasks that reward Stardust and lead to encounters with Pokemon such as Turtwig, Chimchar, Piplup, Cranidos, Shieldon, and Boweasel. The following Pokemon will be appearing in raids. Turtwig, Chimchar, Piplup, Shinx, Boweasel, and Gibble will all be appearing in one-star raids. Get them Gibbles, get them Gibble candies. Lopunny, Hiphowdon, Toxicroak, and Luminion will be appearing in three-star raids. Heatran will be appearing in five-star raids. Some Megas... Charizard Y, Blastoise, and Abomasnow will be appearing in Mega Raids. Barack Snow. Sorry. Felt the need to do that one. Complete a Sinnoh, the Sinnoh-themed collection challenge during the event by catching Turtwig, Chimchar, Piplup, Cranidos, Shieldon, Combi, Buizel, Shadow Stunky, and Shadow Snover to release, receive Stardust, a Magnetic Lure, and 15 Ultra Balls. Next up is Hoenn. Celebrating the Hoenn region will happen from Tuesday, January 19th to Sunday, January 24th. So the same time period in the week, um, but will be happening next week. Um, which means we're basically counting down in the Pokedexes. So this is somewhat of a important event because the spawns for this event spawn very, very good PvP Pokemon. So currently we've got Drifloon... Um, Drifloon Spotlight Hour. Catch those Drifloon if you don't have a Great League or is it maxed out Ultra League? Mm -hmm. Drifloon. Um, get yourself one because uh, or Driftblim because Driftblim is uh, very good and has shown itself in several Sylph metas. Um, as far as regular spawns, you'll be looking for uh, Shield On, Drifloon, Combi, to an extent, uh, Vespaquin has performed fairly well. And um, even if you get the female, it's still good to stock up on the candy. Yes. Um, so Pineab and then immediately transfer the male 
Uh, Ultra League Empoleon. The starters are, uh, well, basically just Empoleon. Um, <laughs> Oof. <laughs> I, am I wrong? Um, I don't know. Empoleon's solid with its steel typing, but its moveset is somewhat lacking, and the steel typing doesn't benefits in only some situations. The let's see, Infernape is a firefighting that gets outclassed by Blaziken, and Torterra's Grass. Grass Ground really doesn't help it out a whole lot. Um, the ground type moves that it has, which is uh, give it Mud Slap or Mud Shot or whatever, whatever is the best uh, ground type move, and we could be talking about a different situation, but arguably Grottle is a. <laughs> Mudshot frenzy plant would be pretty gross. That would be disgusting. Um, but would actually make it would actually make it relevant. So, you know, you could do that. Um, and then it's got sand tomb, which is oh okay. But makes yeah, those had, razor leaves hurt a little bit more. Yeah, if it had a another ground type move, uh, if it had uh, mudshot, I think it would perform a lot better. Um, and then Empoleon is, you know, okay. Uh, performs all Empoleon's pretty solid just as an anti-dragon or an anti-charmer. Yeah. Yeah, but outside of that, it performs only all right. It's, um, Still loses its, a Swampert. Yeah, what's its steel type? Well, of course it loses a Swampert because Swampert's got the ground type coverage. Um, what's the steel type move it has? Does it even have... Metal Claw. Metal Claw, which is abysmal. It has Peck. Or is it Drill Peck? Drill Peck. Yeah. Which, which is, is a good move. A good move. It's That's its coverage move. It's solid, but if Metal Claw got <laughs> buffs, then you'd be looking at more of a Metal Claw. So, Metal Claw, uh, Hydro Cannon. So, eh. Um, get those candies for the Gibbles. Uh, Shanks which never really goes away in raids. Now would be the great time, a great time for me to see if they did like next, if they did a shink spotlight hour, I would be very enthusiastic, but um, they're not doing that and they don't seem to really care. And shinks is still exclusively to eggs. Actually, I don't even know if it's in eggs anymore. Um, let me look. Silf road. Uh, it's There's a raids. couple things they could do to make Shanks a little bit more relevant because it doesn't even get a mega either. Yeah. Let's see. We're gonna go into eggs. It's in eggs now. Was it in eggs before? Wow! Look at this pool. This is gross. This is stupid. <laughs> look at those numbers that Niantic doesn't disclose. Yeah. Oh. Where am I looking for? Rylu's still in the 10Ks. I don't see... Oh, here we go. Focus stops and gyms. They've split it up now. Um, cool. Just the other regional <laughs> forms of Pokemon are in the 7K eggs. That's nice. I haven't focused on 7K eggs in a while. Maybe I need to do the, start doing that a little bit more. Um, let's see. Those 10Ks. Strange... Meh. Adventure Sync. Where's the Shinx? Shinx is in 5k Adventure Sync eggs. And 10k regular eggs. And that's it. Yep, that's it. 
Yeah. Completely and totally irrelevant. Um, all right, so here's a nifty little graphic we've got here. Number of shinies. Um, actually, let me see. There's a couple of things here that are... Hippopotas is a solid one to look out for. Um, Hippowdon is a, a pretty reasonable ground type. Uh, we've got Skaroopy and Snover. They're evolutions of... Drapion and Obama Snow. Yes, are also solid PvP uh, Pokemon. And then the hatches here, uh, the only relevance, I think, as far as major PvP relevance you're looking for are Shield On. I mean, Shield On, realistically, is the only one you're looking for here. Just straight hatches, because you are looking for that Hundo um, Shield On for a Hundo Bastion, or thereabouts. Because um, you need to have the level 40 Bastion for, for Great League. But if you get... Was Bronzor? Was Bronzor a Sinnoh Pokemon? I thought Bronzor was Hoenn. For whatever reason. I don't remember. I I couldn't. I can't confirm that. Um, Bronzong's a solid PvP Pokemon. Pseudo Wudo has had its time to shine, as we've mentioned, as I've mentioned. Um, Hippowdon's a solid one, and Toxicroak are all solid pvp pokemon but with them being toxic probably being a big one for that because it's ultra and great league that's true that's true getting it one for ultra league is not a bad option coming out of eggs so uh, eric is confirming that bronzor is a Sinnoh pokemon um they are all starting to meld together at some point i'm going to reference like a Sinnoh pokemon as that was a kanto generation wasn't it i'll just <laughs> piss off the uh gen oneers Let's see. So the next of the two big pieces of news that we'll cover is the All-Star Invitational Self Arena January tournament thing. Um, this was announced January 11th, so yesterday, or the event details were announced yesterday. The All-Star All -Star format... Um, is 56 competitors have been split into the by the arena into eight teams each with seven members it is we'll get more into the format here um in a moment because the all-star invitational format is the where am i getting this in I'm, I'm losing it here the arena factions um battle format so we've got some Let's see. The teams and such preliminaries will start on the 17th and go through to the 19th. The semifinals will go from the 20th to the 22nd, and the finals will be the 23rd and 24th. So we've got our nifty little teams here on screen. A bunch of names. I will not read all of them. I could try reading all of them if that would interest you, but I don't think that would. So you can go to self.gg slash update slash all dash star dash invitational for more invite or more information on that front. Let me see here. We'll go into the arena factions format. without the U in the left. Oh, I, I, I'll, I'll text you. Okay. 
Um, I have my roommate here. Um, let me do a quick thing here before we. Oh, he 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 texted me. I missed that. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys heard my Wi-Fi password, but quick, everyone, write it down. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna steal my Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go over and lock Steven out of his own Wi-Fi and hold him at ransom for yeah. him. Yeah. Oh, no, you're stealing my Wi-Fi. You, you can't steal my Wi-Fi with just the password. That's hilarious. All right. <coughs> and I take a little bit of... It's already done. Eric, no. He's stealing my Wi-Fi. Stop him. It's an internet heist. Just two years ago, trainers around the world took their first steps on the their journey to become the very best. They built countless battle teams and honed their skills, transforming local parks and gathering places into splendid arenas to showcase their abilities. But in February 2021, the landscape of PvP will change forever. The path towards the pinnacle of Pokemon uh, Pokemon PvP will no longer be walked in solitude. It's time to gather your squad. Gather you, squad. Ooh. Uh, uh, you got a typo here, uh, itself. Uh, it's time to gather your squad. Team competitions are coming to Sylph Arena. Introducing Sylph Arena Factions. Factions is a team-based PvP league separate from the standard Sylph Arena PvP season. Rather than being hosted by local communities, factions will be directly organized by the arena. Competitors will gather a team of seven members plus one substitute and battle against other teams in a brand new team format. Participating in factions will have no impact on your arena global ranking. Want to see the factions format in action? Check out the All-Star Invitational happening later this month. Rosters, fields, and specialists. I'm reading this directly from sylph.gg slash updates slash arena dash factions. Um, not a whole lot left in this article. We'll, I'll, I'll finish this off. Each team will have eight members total, seven to fill a, seven to fill a quote specialist position, and one to serve as a substitute. Each position will be assigned a separate meta, the seven positions are Great League Specialist, Ultra League Specialist, Master League Specialist, Field Specialist 1 through 4. The Great Ultra Master League Specialists will battle in their respective leagues with a few restrictions, but each Field Specialist will compete with a special rotating meta called a Battlefield. Competitors will battle in a best of three match against the opposing team member in the same position. The team with the most wins is declared the winner. League format. The Arena Factions League is open to all. Simply gather your squad and prepare to battle, or prepare for battle. Teams can expect to battle two opponents each week. As the seasons progress, teams will be organized into tiers based on skill level and past records. More information is coming soon, including how to sign up your team, season layouts, and more. The Sylph Arena Factions opens the door to a whole new level of PvP competition. We are excited to share this new format with you and can't wait for all the amazing battles to come. It's exciting. It is an interesting format as far as teams to create a, a, a team format. I'm assuming just like in... Um, oh, good heavens. It's uh, Ghost Stadium. Ghost Stadium's cliffhanger. It will be adopted for many a different other tournaments and side events, I imagine. It's a very interesting 
very interesting concept that has quite a lot of I don't know uh, potential. potential, but also modifiers. So let's see. Um, I'm very curious to see if these are solid teams you have to build for the entire season, or if these are each matchup can have a different team. I feel like each matchup because the game has been changing at a pretty decent pace. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So great specialist, open great league, no restrictions. Ultra Specialist, Open Ultra League, only one Legendary slash Mythical allowed, only one Starter allowed. And then the Master Specialist, Open Master League, only one Legendary slash Mythical allowed. Interesting. And then the Field Specialist will battle in a separate rotating meta known as a Battlefield, which there's not a whole lot of information on that either. So there's some interesting potential within this. I think we... I mean, honestly, it's another one of those things you just sort of have to wait and see what what they come up with in this particular instance. Um, Jesse, do you have any interest in participating in this kind of format? Uh, it's something I'd have to look into more before I say yes. Just have to wait for some more details? Yeah. It does seem interesting that it requires... There's two... What have they said? It's... Uh, where was the info? It was two battles. Where is that information? Um, two battles a week, I think, is what they said. Two. I mean, with the self cups, I'm already doing that. Yeah, teams can <laughs> expect to battle two opponents each week. That feels like adding a lot more PvP. I'm very interested to see how this stacks up as far as how much play it gets between Go Battle League, Sylph Arena metas, and then this, um, along with other additional metas that people participate in, uh, or metas, tournaments, and et, et cetera. Um, there's a lot more wondering if we're going to see a lot more of a divide within the community between what's what's getting more participation. So an interesting concept to to say the least uh we will have to wait to get some more information on how that functions as well as to see how this tournament plays out the all-star invitational tournament um let's see going over the teams here i honestly don't have picks as far as who i would either root for or think i would win there's a lot of top name battlers there. A lot of fantastic battlers, and then a number of people I am quite frankly unaware of. So, hmm, I might give it to Team Seven. They've got uh, Speedy's Chief, the reigning Self Arena champion, uh, for the battles. Is performance in previous metas is nothing to sneeze at. So, um. But there is fantastic competition in every other uh, team here as well. So um, this will be very interesting. I'm hoping, I don't know if they'll stream any of this. They haven't said anything about streaming. So fingers crossed, I guess. Maybe each individual person will stream their own stuff. I don't know. Yeah, they haven't said any information about how they're going to do it either. Like how they're organizing it. Mm Mm-hmm. Other than the dates. Yeah. So. 
uh, shrugs in the waiting game. <laughs> All right. Go Battle League Season 6. This is an updated post from before. More details. Update of one five twenty one. so last week. We've shared more details about the remainder of Go Battle League Season 6. Here's a summary of the new information. <laughs> Great League will be run for, what is this, two weeks? 11th to the 25th, two weeks. Ultra League in its Premier Cup, two weeks. Master League in its Premier Cup and Master League Classic. And a to-be-announced Special Cup will run for, excuse me, um, is that one week? Yeah, this looks like one week. Um, February 8th through the 15th. That is one week. Hold on. Yeah, that's two weeks. One week for that. That's interesting. All three leagues and the Ultra League Premier Cup will run for, let's see, is that one week as well? Let me bring me to February calendar. Yeah, it is. For one week. And then Canto Cup will run from the 22nd to Monday, March 1st. So that is another one week only. Cup CP cup limit will be 1,500, and only Pokemon with a Pokedex number between 1 and 151 will be allowed. During this period, your rating will be unaffected. Um, when you reach rank 20, you will be guaranteed and enco- guaranteed to encounter Frillish, which is making its Pokemon Go debut. You'll have a chance of encountering it on the rewards track for higher ranks too. At rank 19, you will receive an Elite Charge TM. You will also receive an Elite Fast TM as an end-of-season reward if you reach rank 19. So you will get one of each Elite Charge TM in this particular instance. And now, the Love Cup? What is the Love Cup? I'm sorry, what? Eric Eric is saying the Love Cup. Oh, a meta that's not announced yet from Uh. 8 to 15. Um. Yeah. Is is that right in between Valentine's Day? I have no reason to remember what day Valentine's Day is. I think it's the fourteenth. Um. The fact that uh, I know. What do you mean? You're not going to buy me chocolates? I don't like you in that way. Um. (laughs) (laughs) You can't do it just as my friend. Just send you. (laughs) I'll send you broken heart chocolates. Um. (laughs) We'll celebrate our loneliness together, um, okay. or our singleness. It's single. What is it? Singles Awareness Day. Yes. Okay. We'll we'll do Singles Awareness Day, uh, February fourteenth. Um, honestly, I would love for them to do single Singles Awareness Cup, where it's only Pokemon with a single type. <laughs> 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 I think that would be interesting. I don't know how much that would really. How would that meta play out? Vigoroth would destroy everything. Would it? Now I'm curious. Uh, does PV Poke allow for that kind of custom rankings? Exclude. Uh, let's see. Tag. Tag. No, I would. Uh, uh, I would have to. I would have to find a way to deselect all Pokemon that have dual types manually. That's disgusting. We're not going to do that right now. Um, I did that last week uh, on a call with Jesse, and that was not fun. Include monotype. Oh, can, is that? 
rankings, custom rankings include type monotype simulate. Is that how that works? Maybe? Yep. Uh, did I select Great League? We'll find out. Um, the next piece of information... Nope, Defense Deoxys. Ooh, it's the big poo-poo. I don't like that. It's Deo Defense Deoxys, Cresselia, Dragonair Shadow, Dragonair, Machamp, Hitmonchan. Wait, where is Vigo? Rank 21. Quilladin. All right. Way to, way to go. Surfetched up here. Way to go. It's fighting types versus psychic. That's basically it. Um, this is There's a splash of dragon. <laughs> a splash of dragon and a little bit of bug. Um, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Hey, look, Ninetales at rank 23. How? What are you doing there? Is that because all of the fantastic water types are just non-existent in this? Most of the water types are dual type. Polytoad, Shadow at rank 31. I hate... Nope, 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 nope. Uh, Polytoad, Rainy Cast Farm at 50. Interesting. There's not a whole lot of water. Honestly, this would be incredibly refreshing. All right, I think if we're doing a special meta in February, we're doing the Singles Awareness Cup and it's monotype. Um, <laughs> maybe... Hold on. Uh, but then if we exclude... Uh, I want... Legendary Mythical. Gone. Simulate. Then your shadows are going to be at the top. That's fine. They're angry because they're single. <laughs> they're just salty. Um, I'm down for it. Uh, this is always fun, spitballing metas. Dragonair Shadow, Machamp. Why is Machamp so high up? What are you doing? Interesting. I didn't know I was getting notifications as to what devices are connected to my network. Why are you guys connecting to my network? Stop stealing my Wi-Fi. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm getting notifications. I imagine it's just my roommate. What is Machamp dominating so hard that it's barely Click wins? That drop down yeah, and I'll it, tell you. It barely wins against Dragonair. Hitmonchan. Dragonair. And that's not even Vigo, including payback. Zangus. We still got to wait for that. Ooh, that would be interesting. Um, Machamp uh, uses payback against his uh, horrible ex. Um, uh, Jeez. There's, there can be a lot of jokes that could be made about this interesting meta, the spitballing this meta. Yeah, why, why are the you fighters You have to be single types? to participate. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh! I mean that. I don't know. I don't know what our split is in the Discord. I believe uh, quite a lot of our, quite a lot of the people in our Discord are actually uh, married and with kids. So um, <laughs> that ought to be a really interesting because counter is broken. Yeah, I that's. I should have read that. Uh, counter, charm, confusion, dragon breath. It's the, yeah, yeah, that top, the top like 15 or 20 are all, top 15 or so are all really hard hitting, um, fast moves. Um, so that makes sense. That would be interesting. Um, uh, but we're not, you know what? Let's just, let's transfer into, let's transfer into the meta analysis here.
Welcome to the meta-analysis. Alright. We're into the meta-analysis. We've got attack updates. We've got nerfs. We've got buffs. And we've got a couple of Pokemon learning new moves. So let's take out, check out this sweet graphic that I am zoomed way too far on. Um, <laughs> from Pokeminers. Let's see. I want to try and get a reasonable amount of zoom here. That's okay. That's better. Okay. All right. So we are looking at the GBL mid-season six updates. I don't think this invalidates. I would have to go back to look at people's um, 2021 predictions to see if this checks off any boxes as far as predictions or so. But we see... That should be up to that person doing that. Yeah, well, I mean, realistically, I am the one that would owe someone a pizza, so I should probably make sure that I am confirming and denying people. So one thing I thought about was adding reaction points to it by putting, like, a number one or number two based on how many you've gotten. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or I was was thinking of um, crossing out ones that have gotten correct or something, so... Ah. Um, Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I never locked that. Um, how do we lock a thread? I already did. Okay, sick. Um, no one should be able to edit it, but you or I. Cool. Cool, I can edit my prediction that was completely and totally incorrect. Will not so see, you can well, get yourself a pizza? I mean, I can get myself a pizza anytime. <laughs> Seems um, sus. So test in the chat, they are back again. So do I just want to do we just boil it down to what it what it is right now? Go for it. Um these Make it spicy. Uh, these changes are not enough. There's there's like there's no real big change here. I mean um, Ludicolo rip, that's really the biggest thing. That's true. There's a lot of Ludicolo's tool set is in here. Um, the moves that were changed and we'll get into the changes here, um, were not changed enough to make a difference. The, I mean, it did change some matchups, but it's not like a drastic drop. Let's, so actually uh, I've got tweets here from Jerry Seawolf. He's doing his breakdown article. It should be released later this week, but, um, we don't have that yet, but he's made a couple of tweets as he's been, um, putting out or as he's been doing his research here um jerry seawolf on twitter at jre well yeah at jre seawolf uh the nerf to sky attack looks relatively minor altaria holds all the same wins it did before in great league skarmory gives up formerly very close wins over obstagoon and zuelius in great league both with less than 10 hp left over but that's it and at level 50 in ultra league it sees no changes um Somebody responds, it's uh, at Pop Jordy, Jordy Pop 83 on Twitter, says, so what's the point? Um, Good question. Um, so another tweet. I've got, I think, three more tweets here from JRE Seawolf. Uh, first look at PvP facts on the nerfed Razor Leaf in Great League 1v1 Shielding. Shadow Victory Bell used to be able to beat Melmetal and Scrafty, and if it's stuck with just Razor Leaf, no charge moves, Umbreon, Metacham, Defense Deoxys, and Gfisk 2. It now struggles to beat any of those. So in just a straight Razor Leaf, that nerf has... A just straight Razor Leaf in 1v1 shielding scenarios 
the Shadow Victory Bell is having a hard time. Um, so, okay. I mean, does anybody feel bad for it? No, Razorleaf <laughs> has been crazy, and Shadow Shadow Victory Bell, um, also a fairly insane, uh, insane Pokemon. So that's been that's been relevant for a while. Uh, more PVP fact PVP facts with the nerfed Bubble. Mantine is nostor- notoriously hard to sim due to Bubble Beam baits, but it now shows new losses to Cresselia, Driftblim, Sableye, and Unovan Stunfisk. Poor Ludicolo, it now shows losses to Driftblim, Clefable, Shadow, Hypno, Vigoroth, and yes, Awok. Big sads. Big Fs in chat for my dancing pineapple. I had a rank one and I maxed it up so I could use it in Great League and... Just, uh, it got a good couple games in. Pokeminer says the code shows the update was reverted. It should be back yeah. again. Yeah, it, it was. It, they they initially reverted it, or they they pushed it live yesterday. They reverted it, I believe, earlier today, and now it's back out. Yeah, um, they're trying to find. So in other words, they're trying to fix Primeape, and they just yeah, keep, they're, they're we're going to flip fix... the switch, revert it to an earlier save, see if it works or not. Because they won't tell you they're testing things in the background. They're just going to do it and make everyone have mild panic attacks. And the final tweet here from JREC Wolf. Um, well, these are in no particular order, so I think he tweeted this one, I think, first. Uh, Ozumero with nerfed bubble with ice beam and HP. Uh, Hydro Pump, Pump now looks like it loses to Driftblim and Registeel in the ones, 1v1 shielding. Um, Play Rough and Hydro Pump loses Driftblim, Lapras, Munchlack, and Wishcash. So some differences here. Taking a look at the numbers here, we've got Ember. Its damage got buffed by one. It was at six, and it's now at seven. Karate Chop, its energy was at seven, and it's now at eight. Bubble, its damage was at eight, and it's now at seven. Razor Leaf was debuffed one damage point from 11 to 10. Crab Hammer was buffed 10 points for damage. It was 75. It's now 85 Sky Attack was debuffed 5 damage from 80 to 75. Rock Slide was also nerfed 5 damage points, so it was at 80 and it's now at 70. And Shadow Bone was at 80 and it is now at 75 damage, again nerfed by 5 damage points. I honestly, like... There are some changes, some closer matchups. If you sim it out as far as one shield scenarios, I'll, I'll be curious to see how the full range of sims change, the amount of wins, losses, all of that fun stuff. Um, I honestly don't think that these changes were... <sighs> I don't want to say that it wasn't enough. I don't know. I don't know. I don't... Looking at the numbers as far as the fast move adjustments, I I don't think this was quite enough. That's my thoughts. I haven't done enough personally PvP to see the difference yet, Mm -hmm. but I did have a matchup last night where 
an AWAC would have normally killed me with Shadow Bone on my Drift Blim, but I was able to survive long enough to get to a Shadow Ball because of it. I think that was one of the biggest losses here was dropping that PvE not effective. Yep. Um, this is all PvP adjustments. No PvE adjustments were made here. Um, I think that was one of the biggest nerfs because Shadowbone was just strictly better than Shadow Ball on AWOC. Because um, I think it was only running five damage less than Shadow Ball, than Shadow Ball initially, and now it's ten. Um, yeah. Of course, it has the debuff. I think it's the chance to debuff. Is that correct? Yeah, it's a chance. So it had the chance for debuff. It was slightly spammier, and it did only slightly less damage. Now it's doing a chunk less damage, still has the chance to debuff, and is still spammier. So it's really more of a change as far as... or more of Making it so people as, don't feel like Shadow Ball is not relevant. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's certainly less of a priority in this particular instance. A lot of... I was seeing a lot of tweets of people saying, oh no, now people are... Um, transferring or elite TMing or TMing off shadow bone uh, to have shadow ball now. And I, I think honestly having sure. both is still having, having an AWOC built with shadow bone and having an AWOC built a separate AWOC built with shadow ball is still probably the play to go here. Yeah. Keep the shadow bone. Cause you know, AWOC will come back in four star raids eventually or yeah. three star. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't think this nerf hurts this doesn't nerf Shadowbone into the ground. I don't think this makes it irrelevant. This makes no... None of these are irrelevant now. The couple of instances... Except Ludicolo. I mean, Ludicolo was on the fringe anyway. <laughs> so... I mean, arguably for the same role, you're looking at Obama Snow. I don't know. So... I, and I don't know. I mean, realistically, like its movesets very ice. Ludicolo's is very, very ice centric as far as its moveset. Oddly enough, um, you could run it bubble and did it have surf? Did it have surf? No. Okay. Um, it had ice beam, energy ball, and I want to say hydro pump. Mm, yeah. No blizzard. Yeah, it's it's a weird one. <laughs> It was just such a fun one for me because you could run it as a lead. Uh-huh. And if you saw AWAC, they got met with bubble. If you saw uh, Stunfisk, they also did not appreciate the uh, Ice Beam. Or if you saw Azu, they didn't appreciate the Energy Ball. Yeah. Yeah, Ludicolo is a very niche, with a very niche typing and a very interesting moveset. So, yeah, these. In the thing that confuses me as far as this buff nerf chosen is that a number of these moves, specifically like Razor Leaf, while all of these have buff or nerf, all of the fast moves have a buff or a nerf of one point in either energy or damage, they're all different speeds. Their their durations are all different. So Bull's duration is a faster duration than Razor Leaf which arguably means that the one-point damage debuff hurts it more than Razor Leaf does because Razor Leaf, you're hitting 
less razor leaves over the course of the same time that you're hitting um the you bubbles. know say five bubbles is what two razor leaves or something like that so you're doing two points less consistent le- damage you're doing less consistent damage with bubble versus a or your your loss of damage from pre pre-change to now in bubble is more drastic than your change uh pre-nerf razor leaf to now razor leaf mm-hmm. uh, because it's a slower move which kind of confuses me as far as the choices of just doing single numerical value differences here and i think it really i don't know i don't i don't think this is as drastic as maybe it needs to be in some instances although maybe this is exactly what this is exactly what it is is it just needs slight adjustments here and there um shadow victory bell just needs to be slightly less insane i wonder how much more work it is for them to just specifically reduce the damage of a single pokemon versus the attack reduce the damage of a single pokemon or the right like if they needed to debuff victory bell specifically there isn't a way to do so yeah yeah because if they change the if they change the base the only way to do that would be changing the base stats and that might adjust the cp values yeah so that that changes like the hard coding and the way that they've done the way that they've amalgamated stats from the core series games they i can't imagine that they can adjust that without the pokemon company wagging a finger so (laughs) i i i I don't know these these changes have only been in the game for what a day a day change so um i'll be very curious to see what jre's full article reads if there's some more interesting breakdowns as far as core numbers so Karate Chop gets, I don't know, a a bit better. It doesn't necessarily become the next best fighting type fast move. Um, it's a nice change to something that could be considered an alternative. I Yeah. I think Ember's in the same boat of it's gotten a buff, but I don't think that really makes it the premier fire type charge or uh, fast move. It hasn't made me want to elite TM my nine tails. Let's say that. Yeah, and I think the what was the other was it fire spin is the one of the best. Yeah. Fire fire type fast moves like it doesn't change that. So fire types just need more relevant moves. Um, there's a. Read an article that actually. Nah. Screw it. Let's talk about the, the Reddit article here. Um, and Incinerate if it's available. Yeah, I don't know if Incinerate's really the fire type fast move that fire types needed. I. It's. Nope, this is the wrong Reddit article. This is the right Reddit article. Um, I'm going to post this in the chat and I will post it in. Um, I will send it to you as well, Jesse. All right. Uh, before I get super deep into this, the 
Weatherball Primate issue. So Primate, actually, no, I'm not done with the, I'm not, not done with the graphic. Duh. We have move changes or move availability changes. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. Or Stop it. Maybe going exactly in the way that I could be going. Doesn't matter. New moves on Pokemon. Weatherball Fire is now uh, able to be learned on Vulpix, which I believe it's able to be learned on Ninetales. Is it able to be learned on both? Or just I'm Ninetales? not sure. Weatherball Fire is on Ninetales. I, apparently Weatherball Fire is on Rapidash as well. Unless that's incorrect. I think that's incorrect. I think it's Vulpix and Ninetales. Weatherball Ice on Alolan Vulpix and Alolan Ninetales. Weatherball Water on Politoed. Ice Punch it should be learnable on Primeape. We'll uh, discuss that caveat in a minute. Um, uh, Ice Beam and Shadow Ball is now eligible or eligible charge moves for Claydol. Try Attack is available on Porygon Z, and Mud Shot is now available on Excadrill. That's uh, Porygon 2 with Try Attack. Is that Porygon? Uh, Porygon 2. Bulbix is going to be bananas in Little Cup if it ever comes back. I hope so. Little Cup sounds fun. Uh, Frillish Male is available as a Rank 20 GBL reward. Frillish Female is not available yet. Um, maybe that's available. Maybe that'll come available for the Valentine's Day, the Singles Awareness Day Cup, <laughs> um, as a consolation prize. That would make sense considering the female version is pink and Valentine's Day is full of red and reds and pinks and fun colors. And I can't believe the grocery stores already have. We're 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 over a month away. It's the twelfth right now. They already have Valentine's Day candies and chocolates and everything out already. Yes, because that's the next holiday they can make money off of. Chill, chill. Don't, don't remind me. You should talk to someone who's in retail that has to put that stuff up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they don't enjoy getting the the boxes of it. <laughs> um, okay, so now that those move changes have been showcased, let's dis- let's quickly go over weather ball water is was available on Primeape instead of Ice Punch. It is now, I believe, unavailable to TM. But it is if you TM'd it when it was available, it is still on your Primeape. Yes, Niantic is aware of it. They are trying to fix it, but they have not been able to fix it yet. It seems to be a very odd bug um, that they are having to do some research on. So... Um, Weatherball water on Primeape, I imagine, will be yoinked off of it like Galarian Linoon's moveset from the past. Don't oh, count the past Kerfluffle? Yes, Kerfluffle. That is a fun word. Kerfluffle. Um, Back when it was able to get things like uh, Grass Knot and Thunder? Yeah. And now it can't because the the world would implode or something that's too good of a move set for it or something i don't know all right so i do want to talk about the and shadow oh that's right you could learn shadow claw that might have been what was more broken on so uh, keynote for those that do have the weather ball primate right now you obviously know that you can't use it in gbl 
Yes. One of the upcoming questions we had earlier on the show was if it will be banned from self. I think Niantic is doing everything in their power to quickly fix this, as we have seen with the revert that we had earlier today, and then reverted back to what the update should be. I'm imagining it's just going to be like Lanoon, where it's just going to get TM to the proper move. Um, I personally didn't do any TMing because I figured it's exactly going to be like Lanoon, and it's not me worth wasting my TMs and not getting them back. So, if you have it, expect it to be changed. Don't be upset when it changes. And if you wasted TMs to do that, I'm very sorry. Yeah, that sounds about right. Although I want to say that they've refunded some TMs in the past or the Lanoon. They gave us like three. That's neat. It's something at least, I guess. I think it was like, what, three TMs and some Stardust? <laughs> I think so. I didn't take the bait initially, so well, and I'm not taking the bait now, so you know, yeah. Shrugs and indifference, which is just a shrug. I mean, if you have the weather ball primate now, do some fun battles with your friends just for the cheese, just to be able to say, "Here, I had it." Yeah. Okay, I do want to talk about this interesting um, Reddit article. Actually, I'm going to add a split here in my time code. Because this is not the meta analysis per se, and this is not the community question per se. Um, 22 of the top 100 Great League Mons are water type. Only two are fire types. This is a Reddit article from r slash the Sulfurina by user Carly Q, I believe. Uh, posted 14 hours ago as of right now. Um, I looked at PV Poke's most recent Great League rankings and counted the number of mons of each type in the top 100. Here are the results. Dual types are counted in both of their types. Water comes in at number 1 with 22. Fighting has 16. Grass has 15. Steel has 13. Flying has 12. Ground has 12. Normal has 10. Dark Electric have 9. Ice has 8. Fairy and Psychic have 7, Ghost has 5, Dragon Poison and Rock have 4, Bug has 3, and Fire is dead last with 2. Um, there is a reminder, PV Poke Rankings is not equivalent to actual meta, which is correct, but is um, fairly accurate considering the top 100 are, I imagine, most, if not all, you that you're going to see in... Um, GBL here. More stats. 37 out of the top 100 have either water or fighting type. 51 out of the top 100 have either water, fighting, or grass typing. And uh, there are more water types, 22, than the bottom six types combined. Ghost, dragon, poison, rock, bug, and fire. So there's an analysis here of why are there so many water types in the top 100. Water types are common in the general Pokemon pool. There's a lot of water types. 16% of all Pokemon as of Gen 8 are water type. Uh, we've talked about the absolute dominance of water types in the past. Um, it's rock, paper, scissors against other types is fairly solid. Uh, 8 out of the 22 water types in the top 100 have Mudshot. Mudshot is fantastic. I've got another uh, Reddit article here of there are 68 fast moves in the game. 
but six out of the current top 10 in G uh, Great League use just one of them, Mudshot. This is an insane stat. Mudshot is disgusting. Um, not only are they slinging mud at you, but statistically it is also disgusting. Um, weak electric types. Electric types just don't perform. So water type is able to not have to worry too much about elect the electric type weakness. The grass type weakness is about one of the only biggest negatives of water types. Yep. Um, fighting types is counter, basically. <laughs> um, there's some more. There's some more breakdowns here. Um, but one of the core things as far as why fire is not fantastic, um, fire types just get dominated by water types as far as both uh, bulk and as far as damage. Um, let's see. Unless you're facing a Grumpig, in which case it's lovely. Yep. Wait. Uh, I'm still here. Mud's... Mudshot is disgusting unless you're facing a Grumpig or counter. I think counter. I think counter, yeah. Because Grumpig, I believe, has the bulk and is is very chunky and very funky. Oh, Mudshot being disgusting unless you're facing a Grumpig. In which case it is lovely. Oh, oh, pigs in mud. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> wow, that took way too long. Uh, I do apologize for that. I'm sure there are people that are listening to the podcast and knew exactly the reference. Um, and it took me probably close to 30 to 60 seconds for me to get that. Um, boy, howdy. Um, I'm having a night. All right. Uh, wa fire types also tend to have heavy attack stats, which is punished in Great League. So their fire types have a heavy attack stat where their stamina and HP is lesser. So they're built improperly for uh, Pokemon Go PvP. And then fire types have lacking charge moves. Fire types fast moves. I'm quoting the article directly here. Fire types fast moves aren't bad. Of course, making Ember even better or add a Mud Shot or Vine Whip level fast move would definitely help. But the problem is mostly about their charge moves. First, fire needs more bait slash low energy moves. Two of fire type charge moves cost 50 energy. Five of them, five of them cost 55. One costs 75 and one costs 80. The only somewhat wildly available low charge energy charge move is fire punch but it's just mediocre and not that many fire types get it anyway giving nine tails weather ball is a good start but there needs to be more second fire types generally lack good coverage moves especially moves that can hurt water types the only one that some fire types get is solar beam which just takes too long part of the reason water types are so good is because they have great coverage moves uh, example azu's ice beam swampert sludge wave Fire also needs some of that, or it will always get extinguished by this very wet Great League meta. Um, and this ends with a sort of question call to action. So what do you think? Should water receive some nerf? Should electric and fire and other types get a buff? <sighs> well, I mean, we've talked I think about the latter. The latter of mm -hmm. buffs to those other respective and, types. Electric and fire. I would Hashtag say so. We need Will-O-Wisp. We need Will-O-Wisp, yeah. In a joking-esque 
we need Will-O-Wisp. Joking, but not joking, as something that could honestly just be, uh, what was my example? The Honestly, it could be an acid spray clone, or Will-O-Wisp could just be a snarl, uh, a snarl or bullet seed clone, where it's just energy. Honestly. I mean, it would make sense because it already debuffs, or it, it, it instantly, or it, it can miss, but it causes just burn. It doesn't do any damage in the in the main series games. So it could make sense that it just generates energy um, and does a tiny bit of damage as a fast move, but it would also make <laughs> sense like to... more like a lock-on clone? I mean, maybe? I, honestly, I would see it more as a snarl clone. Okay. But a lock-on clone would be interesting. I think the problem is, the additional problem is we still don't have a very widely used or any other fire-type fast moves or charge moves that have a low energy requirement. Yeah. Um, I think it was uh, Protoman I was talking with earlier this week. It's interesting that Poison Fang is the only Fang move that's a charge while the rest are all fast. Interesting. I had not considered that. That is weird and disappointing. And yeah, now I'm going to go to sleep and wonder what (laughs) the world would be like if Poison Fang were a fast move and not not a charge move. I mean, it would definitely give Poison types a better fast move for those that don't have Poison Jab. What's that meme about being in a utopia? I'm not sure. Let me see. Uh, I'm going to go to images. The world would look like this. (laughs) Is that it? That sounds right. The world would look like this if we had Poison Fang as a fast move and not a charge move. Jokes. Ha. Um, yeah, I just... Mm, it's so bizarre, and it's a topic we've brought up... I'm trying to find it. There we go. It's a topic we've brought up a number of times that... And I honestly, like this... I'll probably die on this sword that fire types just need more in Pokemon Go PvP. And there's a lot of other types that really are, are hindered because of the way that everything's run with no no status effects, no detect or protect. There's no... Yeah, Electric uh, and Fire are really well known for just being, what are they called? Uh, it's not a striker. It's What do you usually... Is it a striker, the things that are like hit-and-run tactics? Guerrilla Warfare? Mm, I guess. Yeah. I mean, striker is a, I mean, would be a semi-accurate term in that instance, too. So, it's, I mean, I don't, uh, I'm just stewing. <laughs> the meta is moist. An accurate statement. Um, an uncomfortable yet accurate statement. Better when wetter. <laughs> <laughs> There was a oh goodness um what was the 
that was the Jack Party Pack. Jackbox Party Pack. That was not a Battle Science stream. That was a theater stream. Ages ago, in the first couple months of the pandemic. Goodness gracious. That's probably close to a year ago at this point. It was the t-shirt design contest game. Yep. Did I make the... No, I did make a shirt. I made a parody of the Rock's like Minotaur design that he's done for Under Armour. I made a parody of that um, like a year or two ago. And then I wore it underneath my... Um, my uniform for Under Armour and showed a couple of my coworkers and I got a couple laughs out of it. But um, yeah, the better when wetter, it was like part of the globe showing. Yeah. Goodness gracious. I'm just doing today. <laughs> this is, yeah. I, are these nerfs and buffs necessary? Yes. Are they enough? I don't think so. I feel like some of these could have adjusted more. Like Razor Leaf honestly might be could have been nerfed another damage point. Um Bubble I think might have been nerfed. I don't want to say it was nerfed too hard, but it seems odd the choices for these nerfs and buffs. So we'll see how they play out. I'd be very curious to see Jerry Seawolf's full article. We'll, I'll retweet that on the Battle Science Twitter. That'll probably go up in the Battle Science Discord as well. So um, people can, can see the breakdowns and the, the numbers and stats because I, I enjoy the stats. I don't know about everybody else, but I do enjoy the stats. Uh, Jesse is making me shut up by redeeming a hydrate. <laughs> I don't blame you. I have not shut up yet this episode. So, Alrighty. I'm going to hit the split button. You want to do the community question? Yeah. All right. Sick. So our previous community question for the uh, previous episode was... Let me pull it up here. Eric has been fantastic about posting the community questions in our community discord. The battle science discord is open to all. It is not behind a Patreon paywall. If you want to, it is, I believe in the links below on Twitch. It is in the podcast descriptions of every podcast. Um, or I believe it's on Twitter as well. Potentially. I actually don't know if it's on Twitter. Um, thank you, Eric, for posting the community question just about immediately after we, bring it up on the podcast here live um our previous community question was what are you looking forward to in 2021 personally and pogo related uh fish geek responded with uh they are looking forward to hitting level 50 in the game being able to go somewhere besides my living room personally um i do agree with that and i believe many of us vibe with that as the kids would say we vibe with that no, I don't think the kids say that anymore. Do the kids say that anymore? I don't know. I don't see any kids. <laughs> the 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 older and older I get, the more and more boomer I become. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Winston the Champ 
uh, today. Looking forward into 2021, personal, getting back to a normal routine, routine, traveling and being with family. COVID robbed us of a lot in 2020 since um, he has missed seeing his father uh, and his father passed on New Year's Day. Um, my condolences, Winston. Um, see more of the world. Travel. Goodness gracious. I can't imagine the boom that the airlines will see once COVID is gone. I can't imagine. Uh, I want to skip out the first couple months of that. Of travel? Yeah. I just feel like it's safer just to let the initial wave and surge if people that want to travel, travel. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be slammed. Um, I don't plan on getting on an airplane, but doing drives will be a lot of fun. Mm, um, I agree with that. The, the one thing in the last week or so I've missed was uh, roller coasters. I have thought about a roller coaster and be like, dang, I kind of want to go on one of those right now. So there's <laughs> something about them. Uh, Need that excitement back in your life? Yeah, just a little bit of... You want to feel the wind. physical form of what your emotions go through? <laughs> <laughs> And then get off it and never get <laughs> on it again. <laughs> oh, look, another line. Uh, dang, no shinies. Uh, let's see. Maybe see the return. It, uh, Winston continues with Pokemon Go um, goals here. Um, see how the game continues to grow. See the return of in-person tournaments. Um, not that he ever got to go to do any of the, uh but a few because of how far away they were for him like to keep working towards a complete lucky pokedex yep that's the one thing of being able to do uh lucky trades with people that are remote is unable to do so because travel is very much restricted at this point uh, bowling for bacon here on the discord um, hasn't been to college campus their college campus since March. Um, four quarters of online college, the entire sophomore year being online. Uh, That's rough. It's insane. As far as the people that have done like their senior year of high schools and college, or doing yeah. their freshman year of high school all online, can you imagine? Yeah. Goodness gracious! I mean. Good for the freshmen because they don't have to deal with the hazing potentially. But <laughs> hey, there's a reason they are making freshman campuses separate from sophomore, juniors, and seniors. Um, in-person pogo meetings. Looking forward to in-person tournaments. I think we all are looking forward to that. We need to. Once this is all over, we find a one spot that can handle thousands of battlers and have the largest tournament ever bring back the megas <laughs> um let's see eric bn262 pogo goal have at least 40 best buddies by 2022 get the platinum triathlete badge by 2022 i don't know what the pla platinum triathlete what is that i think that's walking distance okay he references they reference needing 43 more streaks. I don't know what that is. Oh, is that the seven-day 25 kilometers? 
Oh, interesting. interesting. Ooh, that's a rough one. That does sound rough. Um, continue to max out the Hundo Mega eligible Pokemon. Get to the highest GBL rank in a season where you can't get there with wins alone. Um, it's 107 day streaks. Jeez. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. I mean, you're over halfway there, so that's quite a leg up on say myself uh personal number one get the vaccine number two get the vaccine number three get the vaccine number four while waiting for said vaccine save money for potential but down payment i don't know what you're using your down payment for but you gotta make that money uh dollar dollar anytime anytime somebody says down payment that's usually a big investment yeah dollar dollar uh, let's all holla. I don't know. Um, I'm going to put a down payment on this cup of pudding. <laughs> <laughs> it has gold in it. I don't know what you're talking. <laughs> it's very expensive. Uh, he's throwing up a house emote in Twitch. I didn't know. Okay. Is there really a house emote? All right. I'm, I'm I focus, Steven. <laughs> you got to use lock on lock on on the target or on the, the topic topic at hand. Steven used lock on. Um, the attack missed. <laughs> the attack missed. Oh, <laughs> it can never miss, though, can it? But you found a way. <laughs> Wait, can lock on miss? Because lock on require or lock on guarantees a hit on the next attack. But what if lock on misses? Work on a ghost type. Huh. Our topic <laughs> is a ghost type. Maybe. <laughs> what are we doing? Who's um, the next person? That is it for the Discord. Let me double-check the Twitter and see what we got. Are you sure that's it for the Discord? That is it for the Discord as okay. far as the responding to the topic there. Um, Could have sworn Jmar said something. Oh, yeah, Jmar did say something. I uh, It's it's right here staring him in the face. Um, <laughs> lock on. It It missed. It really missed. <laughs> it really missed. Um, hoping for in-person tournaments by the end of the year. Um, enjoyed those more than the remote tournaments. Gameplay-wise, not much changes. Continue to grind. See if he can hit level 50 before the year is over. Um, power, don't you dare go out on me right now. Mine just mine just flickered, too. Same. Okay. Um, personally, he's doing a lot of work to set up himself for a promotion. Hopefully his company can rebound it just flickered again jesse are you with me if it gets if it goes out you'll know okay um hopefully it doesn't because i want this recording to work um uh set himself up for a promotion working through i believe he works at boeing because he references the 737 max which is an airplane um Let's see. And he's hoping to start a family with his wife. Ah, see, he is married. Jamar, you are banned from participating in the Singles <laughs> Awareness Cup. <laughs> you have confirmed yourself. Uh, there's no hiding this fact now. Um... <laughs> uh, um... 
goodness gracious. Uh, How about them Twitter replies? Twitter replies. We got one from Proto Man. Um, Didn't he leave like a lengthy answer? Uh, it's a little chunky. Uh, a little chunky of text. Uh, what are you looking forward to in 2021? Patch notes on current and upcoming game changes. A list of game intentions that Niantic is looking into implementing. When a next rocket takeover is coming. A way to choose a Pokemon's move instead of spinning the wheel with a TM to move between two moves. Uh, basically, he's looking for a guaranteed charge TM or a guaranteed elite TM, um, which would be amazing. But I can say for certain that's not happening. Um, thanks, Niantic. That's just not how the mechanics are, are are working. It's not how the monetization wheel spins. Nope. Uh, Jesse, do you have an idea for the community question? Because I did not think of a good one ahead of right now. Besides, like, what are your thoughts on the the meta the the move balance? Uh, like I said earlier, I don't really have an opinion on it. It's too early to say. Okay. But do you think that's a reasonable community question, or should we workshop no, something better? No, I think we should workshop something different. Okay, yeah, because that's let's, a rather. Let's ask chat here. What what did they want to have asked? Yeah, let's Twitch give chat. a let's give our listeners a chance to Twitch chat. What do you think? You guys are here when we're live, listening to the episode before it goes live to everyone else. Um, I mean, you, you also do think? have your survey that you have. I could pop that up, but I don't think that would have any good um what's it called i don't think it would have any reasonable insights to get a good community question all right well, let's give our chat here a minute to think up a good series of questions but actually you bring up a good point um we have i have made a quick and dirty let's see it is shared with me the battle science new year's survey it is the new year, and I am looking for a looking for feedback so that how so that we can. Oh goodness gracious! I'm losing it tonight. <laughs> Can't be on all the time. Um, we are. I've built the survey so we can get some better feedback and improve the show in 2021. Um, I'm going to, that is the wrong link. That would be the link to see all of the information. I would like to see the link. Let's see. Short for the, the survey. URL. For the survey. We're going to copy. I have four, count them, four responses so far. So if you are in Twitch chat, there is the link to the uh, Google form. Quick little, quick little Google form that you can fill out to help us improve what we do here at Battle Science in the year of 2021 and in the future. Um, and I imagine you're going to be posting this with the podcast episode when it goes live. Yes, it will be in the podcast description down below. Uh, it is in Twitch chat and it will be... I will find a place probably in general chat of the Discord and I will link it... Uh, or I will pin it to general chat there as well. And I have also tweeted it, and I've gotten very little responses. So um, yep. it, is, it is on Twitter. You can search our, our tweets in the, from the past. Um, actually, when this goes up on Friday, I'll probably post. Post it again. I'll post it again, just for reminders, because I would like more feedback. 
Um, I know I could improve a handful of things, but I want to hear what you guys think we could improve. Ah, oh, I see. Somebody has requested a soundboard for 2021. Uh, we could, we could do that, maybe. Maybe. Um, hmm. All right. So Roscoe in the chat suggests top five 2021 wish list to Niantic. Uh, Eric Bien asks, "What would you do to reinvigorate the gym system aside from giving more Poke coins?" Hmm. These are both fantastic questions. Do you think a top five would be quick and dirty, quick and easy? I mean, are these like fantasy football type thing where we fantasize our personal desires for the game? Or is this, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of a open question. Oh, this is disgusting. This is a level 35 Hippopotas. It's a 1-1-0. Gross yeet. Gross yeet. That's a, that's a, that's a thing. Um, and I mean the gym system. I, with their focus being on PvP right now, I don't think they're going to focus on the gym unless something drastically changes. Like one of my predictions for this year was that they implement AR zones and or areas in the game. I think if they do that, maybe then we see a rework with the gym. Like maybe you can, let's say for example, for us, the North Bend Visitor Center gets turned into an augmented reality gym mm -hmm. and any Pokemon that are in that gym, you can walk around and see them on your phone in augmented reality in the gym, defending it. Mm -hmm. I think that's something that's feasibly possible. Because mm -hmm. Were you there when we played around with the three Pokemon at once in AR? Yep. In that, was, uh, that was go fast. Yeah. Okay. So something similar to that, but you see the other Pokemon's the defending Pokemon and from the gym in there. Or if you're attacking it, you see your Pokemon attacking those. Or it, it builds the skybox-esque of the scanned area around it. Yeah. So that you can battle it from, say, you're still in your car, but the battle arena, all of the textures and the stuff. Scanned area. The, the scanned area. That would that would make sense. That would be cool. I think that'd be one way to invigorate people to... Not probably not as many as I would hope for the gym rework, mm -hmm. but that's a good question. But I don't know if that's a good community question because that's I, I I don't know. It's it's a personally for me, I think it's a great question because I'd love to go off in tandems about how they could really make the game more appealing for those that like AR. But I know there's a good portion of the community that just hate AR or because it's care. such a battery drain. Yeah, I don't think we're there quite yet. They're pushing it, and I do appreciate that. that They're pushing that technology, but I don't think we're quite there yet. Yeah. I think doing the top five, top five 2021 wish list for Niantic. So changes to the game or the way Niantic operates. operates. <laughs> that's a it's a rather open-ended question. Let's just say the top, top five, top five things... You wish we wish we receive from Niantic in 2021 as pertained to Pokemon Go. That works. Yes. So Pokemon moves, adjustments, 
Um, I don't know if Niantic. I mean, that could also a, fall under the gym change too. Yeah, to see a, a gym rework, something more generic. If you you don't necessarily in this particular instance, you don't have to keep it to PvP. It could be overall overall game uh, adjustments. Even though we're a PvP podcast, make it you know find those top five of things make that something more appealing for people to play pokemon yeah <laughs> pokemon go all righty i believe that ends it i'm gonna hit the split one more time a closing information here we are on twitter bat at battle underscore science we are on we we can receive emails at battlescience.podcast at gmail.com uh, you can catch us on the battle science discord that is open to everyone if you want to donate to help us keep the lights on here at Battle Science, you can go to patreon.com slash battle science. You can back us at the dollar tier or more to get the Battle Science podcast early and the access to the Battle Science After Dark unfiltered uh, and not necessarily full of swearing um, Patreon exclusive podcast. If you back us at the $5 tier or more, you are a Patreon producer for that month and we will shout out your name as a patreon producer at the beginning of each of our podcasts the community question will be going up in the does eric already all right eric's already got the community question in the discord so you can go uh, answer the community question in the discord the tweet will go out after the podcast goes live on friday if you guys want to catch us live doing the battle science podcast or any of our battle streams or tournament streams you can go to battles or twitch.tv slash battle science um, catch us on the podcast services around the globe listen to us audioly uh, in your ear holes um, that sounds weird um, or if you want to catch the the video on demand, you can either catch it on uh, Twitch for as long as Twitch leaves it on or go to our YouTube channel. We don't have the fancy link still because we need like 100 subscribers and a large number of hours total watched. So um, we're not hitting that one anytime soon. I can guarantee you that. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, guys, for catching us live here. Thank you, guys, for catching us on Friday when the podcast goes live or after the fact. <sighs> Goodness gracious. 2021, man, we're, it's it's going to be a year. That's that's all I can guarantee. It's going to be a year. <laughs> we're here. <laughs> thank you for listening. We'll catch you guys next time. We'll catch you guys out there on the battlefield. Bye.